Hey podcast, you're so fine. You're, you're so, so fine. You podcast, podcast Monday podcast. podcast. Hey podcast. Hey, I fucked po- up the clapping. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> That's the easiest part. It's the best one we've ever had, and you blew it. Oh no, it wasn't. Okay, moving on to I guess a recap of the last episode we did, which was Gravity. A while ago. Ninety-seven percent. And I lost and had to see it on my own, which Sucks. was quite a treat. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. a great little Thursday afternoon. So where did you see it? I saw it at the RPX, where it's like the giant screen, the yeah. amazing sound that you guys saw it at, too, I heard. Yeah. So You want the biggest screen and the best sound possible. Yeah, for that movie. Yeah. And visually, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know if I can watch... Special effects yeah. in other movies now. Yeah, Travis, Nate, and I did it's in fact absurd. see it the night after recording the podcast. Yeah, they saw us. <laughs> you guys saw it before I did. Yeah, and uh, I think the one, the headline was, "Well, there's movies, and then there's that." Yeah, it's, it's unlike Absolutely. anything I've ever seen. No, it yeah. feels like it should be in a different category. Absolutely, and like I, I thought it was going to be in the same category like Avatar in that, but it Which was is, even more of a yeah. visual. <laughs> Treat. I guess I think it is. And you're right. It's similar. The other day, uh, we were talking about talking about gravity and seeing it again, maybe because it was like, well, really, I do not want to see it as much on video as I do. Right. Especially because they don't even put out videos anymore. But like on (laughs) Blu-ray, as much as I wanted to see it in theater. And he said, isn't it kind of weird that gravity didn't end up being as big a deal as we? Because kind of when we talked about, I it, checked it, was, it out. Box office, you're right. Really? It's still the fourth best. It'll 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 finish behind Man of Steel, Iron wow. Man three. Uh, That's insane. Monsters. Like I, I guess, and, and part of it is the framing, like the way we talked about it. Like it's 97. percent Obviously, we care more about Rotten Tomato yeah. scores than most people. Yeah. But 97. percent It's our job. It's Travis. yeah. It's our job. <laughs> it's our bread. Yeah. And butter. We are <laughs> paying ourselves. We are buttering this. our bread with this. I don't know how that works. Um, <laughs> I'll show you later. No. Um, but like you know, this is ninety-seven percent. It's a it's visually incredible. I mean, like it. it when we did the podcast, we had a lot of reasons to think it was going to be a huge deal. I mean, the Avatar comparisons. Yeah. Um, but afterwards, we kept saying it was like the movie of the year. Afterwards, I I heard very little about it. Yeah. Like on yeah. on Facebook, on talking to people for a big movie like that. I mean, with those stars and everything else, to be ninety-seven percent means it's going to be phenomenal. Like, usually those, like, indie movies yeah. get the 97, and it's like, that's a great movie, but this has the visual, this has right. the story, the everything. Yeah, I don't yeah, understand why it's not... I guess there. it must be kind of polarizing. And like, like <laughs> I blame the kids. Here. I think for some reason the kids aren't as drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, they're hot, and they're, they're video But games. if they had pot and watched this, oh, well, that's what they'd I be fine. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, they'd be fine. If All they had them. pot. Also, is it too pretentious <laughs> to say that the culture is different now? That I feel like when Avatar came out, there was a different level of sincerity. It was like you should see Avatar and, and Gravity. Yeah. Like we saw Gravity. It was like this presumed. <laughs> yeah, thing I don't know if that's that they changed. had to check off the cultural. You don't think checklist. that's our age difference? Us specifically? Yeah. No, because the numbers back it up that this was despite being. A completely different blockbuster. It has everything to make. Well, no, but so much I don't money. think it does. It I think the two reasons that, it, or what it doesn't have, is it's not James Cameron. 
Um, and I mean, Titanic is you know but one of who the... sees movies based on James Cameron being involved. Oh, people do. Not like children or no, old but people. the way studios push it. Like I didn't see. I they didn't said see he spent. They, they said before Avatar, he spent whatever ten years. Yeah, whatever. exactly. Yeah, so that, was... that got a lot of press. And, and they're like, and, well, if it's a ten-year movie, it must be good. Right, and also Avatar was fantasy, and fantasy yeah. is. I mean, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. I mean, yeah. these movies are extremely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't make them up. Those are those are successful movies. Does your typical dumb American <laughs> want to see like a space movie? Well, that's and children. I would think so. Right? That's who buys the tickets. Mean, yeah. What's wrong with space? When you well, were a kid, that's all you wanted to do was go to space. Yeah, I mean, but it's wouldn't scary. It's the, you, if you were a kid, like, do you want to? Hey, little Johnny, do you want to go get fucking lost in space and maybe die? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> terrible. Like it's yeah. not as it's cool not a kid's as movie. blue creatures that are not planet the thing is it's not a kid's yeah. move i mean it, no. it doesn't appeal to kids yeah. you're right and kids shouldn't probably go see which it. is they wouldn't have that much fun because it's, it's slower than they right. would want it to be which is part of what was so great about it like like yeah. what really took me aback was i mean you know visually we knew it was going to be amazing but i thought the script would like i had no idea what was going to happen right i didn't love the hit you over the head uh when she got into the fetal position in that little that image though with, was amazing with the, the cords the behind it get with the umbilical cord behind it well no but I think visually like I really loved it visually as far as like what it meant for the yeah. story maybe not but yeah, like it right. looked cool yeah it was a cool yeah, shot it was an yeah. amazing yeah. shot and everything about that movie is so deliberate and that's why the 97 or nitpicking or anything just some things are perfect and you have to trust that every right decision that Quaron made yeah you what you think might be a wrong decision he made? You're wrong. Yeah, He's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Who's not entertained by that movie? Like, yeah. who's you know, so tastefully short. It. It's gross. Yeah. Um, actually, I, before we move on, I do have one thing to bring up about it. Um, a friend of mine, who is a big movie fan, she brought up. Um, she brought up that um, she thought it was sexist. She had a hard time loving it because she thought it was. Um, a little bit sexist. I think it was against new astronauts. She yeah, was new. Exactly. She was a train, I mean, exactly. Just been if you have it the first other time way, there's space. still something to complain and, about. And like, right. I, I think that's that makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. But it's also hard as a man to kind of understand right. the fatigue that you feel from watching movies where the helpless. woman's helpless. That's very fair. This movie is. And George Clooney comes in, and he's the confident. That was, that's right. actually my one problem with the movie. Really, is Clooney's. Calm. I mean, I get it. He's done some spacewalks. <laughs> but come on. Let's go man. for the record, bro. Dude, this is crazy. You're about you're to die. die he in never space. once is like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. always like, it's okay, baby. Yeah. Give me your name. Yeah. Say my name. Grab, Where you at? Grab, grab my, my hand. hand. We're going to go flying into the space station yeah. at a few hundred thousand miles per hour. you got to make sure to grab something. And I think that's probably the point, is it wasn't that her actions or reactions were unrealistic, no, it's that his were. Yeah, yeah. And so the dichotomy of those two, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that, why her performance was so awesome, because it felt she like... She was so she was good. good. It was yeah, really was what great. we all felt. I mean, we all felt like we were in space because of the disorienting stuff. And all I, that. Yeah, yeah the, first, also, the first person stuff they did looked yeah. amazing. When you're in her helmet, you and you can helmet. see the reflection kind of of, your, yeah. of yeah. Bullock, and it just... Uh, the only problem I had with seeing it alone was after the movie was over, I went to the bathroom, and all I wanted to do was like talk to the person next yeah. to the urinal, and you can't talk no. to strangers at a urinal. No, you really can't. <laughs> but, I don't think other strangers know that. I often really? and engage in conversation while peeing. It has to be at a bar drunk, maybe, like the guy's drunk. No, outside really? of movies, I'll, yeah. I'll get a, whew, what a thrill ride. <laughs> I don't think you've ever well, gotten that. Yeah, holding yeah. his own... 
Well, it was about to fart. <laughs> yeah, they certainly don't know you can't fart <laughs> standing next to somebody. Well, that's when you have to. <laughs> You're on a date, probably. That's true. Yeah. Fair enough. Wait, did you have a shut-up movie? I, probably not. Oh, God. Um, no the preview movie. for one of the movies beforehand. <laughs> that's awesome. That's a... Did you guys see the previews? I don't think we got there in time. Uh, we got there right. Doesn't sound There's right. a preview for... <laughs> oh, wait, was it De Niro? No, we, and... Yes. There's yeah, a preview yeah, the, for a movie. Yeah. Stallone? Yeah. Yeah. The grudge match yeah, the grudge between match. Stallone and De Niro, just because they both played boxers in movies yeah. before, right. and now they're reprising not those roles. Which plays also. a lot in the Las Vegas discussion, honestly. Yeah, it does, absolutely. Because I actually think that looks more entertaining. Than this? Yeah. I was... Or no, that's sorry. I'm thinking that looks better than Escape Plan. Which is Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Yes. Which is teaming up two old guys as their Stallone's roles. really going for it. I was I'm impressed with De Niro that he would be willing to be shirtless that much in a movie. To like make a Is he shirtless? Movie. Yeah, oh yeah, they show that. So there's no question he's no, not in Las Vegas by Sylvester no, yeah. Stallone. De Niro's not yeah. kept up. What are you doing? Yeah, Jesus way Christ. Well, and also way like different. The, yeah. Aren't the like how old is Stallone? Yeah, Sloan's younger. He's is definitely he? ten years younger, then, right? I don't Zero? think so. No, I don't think so. No, I bet it's four. He's I bet Sloan's yeah, crazy been, older than you think. I bet it, no, I but Stallone has been cramming a legal substance in his, yeah. uh, in yeah. his body. Oh, yeah, he'd kill him, I'm yeah. just saying, age-wise. Right. Now, what's funny is that the, for the first 30 to 45 seconds of the preview... I knew Stallone was the one fighter, and they kept talking to De Niro about the fight, and I was like, is he like the... The, the trainer. The other trainer. <laughs> and the trainer. I didn't get that they were going to be the ones fighting. Wait, the trainers yeah. are Kevin Hart. I don't think he's a trainer. And Kevin Hart still. Oh, it's Alan, but still, Alan, it's Alan Arkin. Arkin and Kevin Hart as clearly yeah. the two comedy right side. sidekicks. Yeah. That's yeah. really good casting. So my shut up movie then is about the grudge match. Because the way they're going to fight, or the reason they're going to fight is because a video game is going to be put out. And they're going to be able to do their rematch to the video game. That's how... Rocky Balboa was. Oh, really? That's how they got Stallone back into the fight game oh, no, well, in Rocky Balboa. Really? It's like they want to put you in a video game and you're playing, you're fighting Antonio Tarver, whatever, Mason the Line Dixon. Right, right. And like they want to see the real it thing. It was the same video game yeah, premise. Way to get him back really? into fighting. Yeah. De Niro's three years older. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got some titties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This one was submitted by Andy in Baltimore, Maryland. Andy asks, what is your favorite soundtrack to a movie? Sub-question, Kiss from a Rose or I Believe I Can Fly. Well, Which let's skip the second Wait, part. is it Kiss from or by? Kiss by. Kiss from a Rose. Kiss by a Rose. It's not Kiss from a Rose. Are we sure? Thank it's you. from. It's from. I'm glad I got your seal of approval. I think it's by. You're welcome. Seal. Oh wow. Come on. Yeah. Seal. Yeah. Kiss from a rose. I don't see it. Ugh. Yeah, uh, well, we all agreed beforehand. I think when we just read the sub question <clears throat> that it's a it's stupid question. No, it's a no brainer. Yeah. It's a no brainer. It's, it's kiss from a rose. It's yeah. seal. Absolutely. No Seal's problem. great. I believe yeah. I can fly is the cheesiest shit that's ever yeah. been done. Yeah, it's so, yeah. It's for Space Jam, so it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. What was Kiss from a Rose for? Batman Forever. A yeah. great what do film. What mean? I don't like that film. Well, the film's terrible. Nicole Kidman up on the roof. But the song, really? like, that's the yeah. most memorable thing about that movie. Oh, yeah. I have the song yeah. on my iPod. But uh, I don't, Drew Barrymore was I don't associate with the movie anymore. 
You're, I, associate I associate it with, it with Batman, it. but you're right. I don't even I mean, do it with Batman. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's just a standalone great song. No, it really is. And his scars. You know what? Um, <laughs> you know what the funniest thing? Funniest. What are the funnier celebrity rumors I've ever heard? Was that the scars that Seal had on his face um, were from? He wears glasses and he got punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I had a friend. Such an unlikely. I had a friend trying to convince me of this, and this is like 1999. He's like, "No, seriously, like he got punched in the face wearing glasses." It's like you know what? That doesn't. Was he a guy wearing glasses trying to make you think? Do not punch me, so I end up like. He's also trying to make it. Isn't that from Batman Forever, where the Riddler puts on glasses so that Batman won't punch him? Yeah, Edward (laughs) Nygma goes, "You wouldn't punch a guy with glasses." No, that's uh, that's Batman One, I think. The Joker does that? That sounds that like, like Yeah, yeah, no, like... Joker puts it on up on the, the oh, belfry. Yeah. Oh, that's He right. has, like, joke glasses. Yeah. Like, what did a guy with glasses, would you? So that's why, that's why it's associated that's with That's probably yeah. why the rumor why. started, yeah. Wait, the not hitting a guy with glasses thing, I was, is, is it because it, like, will break, It'll his, break glasses, his glasses? Or is it because he's, like, a nerd, like, he's already got it rough enough? I, think, it, I it? think it's for breaking glasses, though, first. But that's fucked. Yeah, I mean, that's fucked up. Well, that's a stupid reason not to punch somebody is, like, well, then I, you're going to have to buy new glasses. It's also stupid to think <laughs> might that... might be bifocal. But it's also stupid to think that a guy with glasses can't defend himself. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a weird stereotype it's to put on It's also true, somebody. though. Oh, well, I agree, yeah. If you don't have good vision, you obviously yeah. aren't ready to fight. <laughs> maybe maybe he's a hipster warrior. Maybe they don't have prescriptions. No one has ever said yeah. hipster warrior before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go with my favorite soundtrack. And it's kind of a weird one because I've, I've, I've never seen the movie. Wow, okay. <laughs> it's a weird answer, right? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's from my. It's from when I was a kid, and I thought that this music was cool. You never saw Aladdin. Um, <laughs> the movie is called Judgment Night. Oh yeah, yeah. It's got mashups in the in the. Um, is Emilio Estevez involved? Yes. Yes. Um, it's got ma- like the artists. I win nothing. The artists are like Teenage Fan Club does a song with De La Soul. Um, Slayer does a song with Ice T. Sonic Youth and Cypress Hill, Dinosaur Jr. and Del the Funky Home Sapien. Like I just thought it was a cool oh, that last mixture that of yeah. That's like the singles soundtrack. I didn't see singles till probably like seven years ago. I've never seen singles. Yeah, really? but the soundtrack was at the peak of grunge, and it was like that's yeah. the mother of the dog. Like I'm going hungry. Yeah. I was that actually hoping not not because I don't think he deserves it, but I was wondering if we'd get through the soundtrack round without talking about Cameron Crowe. You sh- I mean he's. He's great. Yeah. It, he is, but it's even... Well, yeah. Tarantino, Cameron Crowe, yeah. Sofia Coppola. There are, there are tons of directors we all like that yeah. use music well. That's that's half the battle. Yeah. What do you got, Nate? Oh, I'm next. I can go. No, that's fine, because mine is the best one. Okay. Have you guys heard the Phenomenon soundtrack before? <laughs> that has, like, Aaron Neville. Oh. <laughs> that has Aaron Neville. It has Aaron Neville, Crazy Love. Eric Clapton changed the world. Yeah. Peter Gabriel, I have the touch. Ooh. Come on. Whoa. Come on. Jewel, have a little faith. Oh, that is great. This is the best song of all time. <laughs> Marvin Gaye, piece of clay. I'm not familiar. He wrote it for that. Taj movie. Mahal, Karina. It's just they can't miss, guys. And have you seen the movie? <laughs> My God. Phenomenon is an extremely entertaining movie, despite how much I it's hate weird. John Travolta. It's yeah. weird. I hate Travolta. Yeah, yeah. I, I really <laughs> hate really him. Got I really him. don't I like hate him. him. But Phenomenon's a great movie, man. Well, he's been in some movies. Forrest I mean, Every one of us has beat off to face off before, right? 
Only the Nick Cage parts. <laughs> yeah, but it's confusing. <laughs> because when he's Nick Cage, that's where he's really John Whoever's Travolta. wearing the mask, it's the face right. I'm into. <laughs> uh, mine is this. This is I don't. I guess I should have thought more about this because mine's the worst. Uh, but I was just thinking what the latest soundtrack I ever bought was, and it's Godzilla the soundtrack. <laughs> oh. It oh, has. Yeah. I'm listening to it. It has right hero, heroes, wallflowers. We can be yeah. heroes. Of course. <laughs> and then come with me, which Puff is Daddy. Puff Daddy with Jimmy Page. Yeah, that's all that really matters. No, the best song on the album is Jamiroquai, Deeper Under oh. Hell. Oh, that's Jamiroquai's second best song. You all know the first. <laughs> There's also uh, a Green Day Brain Stew remix. There's uh, Ben Folds, No Air. Oh, God, my answer's way different than all of yours. Well, those were all from the 90s, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, well, st- they don't matter as much anymore, I feel like. Okay, well, that's... iTunes. I, I disagree. Is why. Um, but for a reason that we talked about <laughs> earlier is that what you guys did was... And granted, this is a way to approach the question is... Um, s- soundtracks that have songs that you like. Where uh, what I'm going with is 28 Days Later, which the entire soundtrack was Godspeed you Black Emperor, and I felt like the soundtrack was selected because of the tone of the movie. It's kind of the same as um, Friday Night Lights with explosions in the sky. But isn't that more of a score than a soundtrack? Kind of, but it's both. Yeah, yeah. Like I, when soundtracks. I can't stand when soundtracks have songs that aren't in the movie. Yeah, that's <laughs> weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like they have to fill out an album. It's I different. Guess. Like, like if if there's a moment in the movie where that song becomes important, and like there are, I mean, like that's I'm not saying that's not true. Like Jerry Maguire, the like Free Fallen, like that's great. That's yeah. a great part of that soundtrack. That's, that's but yeah, yeah and it's I'm when he finally signs Kush. He's, he's singing. He's driving it. away. Uh, he's singing. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to find yeah, the right okay. song on the radio. Yeah. Um, but with 28 Days Later, it's like this, it's the music for that. And like, this is an obscure Canadian post-rock band um, that has like 15 people. They're like, I, I mean, it, the, the type of music is so atmospheric. Um, it just, I, I, I felt, I don't know, I guess I think everything combines really well. Everything works together. That's so, a great answer. I do think there's still a time difference. Like, don't you think that there's less effort put into curating a soundtrack now and it's more about like so 28 days later they get an entire band to do Godspeed Oblivion just came out and it was M83 right. did the soundtrack Friday Night Lights Explosion Friday Night Lights I mean Tron I, was Daft Punk Daft yeah, Punk yeah exactly when we were, we were kind of thinking about this just an hour before recording like what makes what, what there's so many different kinds of soundtracks there's the like Hunger Games I just saw an ad for the soundtrack and it has Coldplay, and I think like it doesn't have Ellen Mafeo, but Mafeo Mafeo anyway. <laughs> but it's 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 like the biggest biggest bands I could think of, and right, I thought right. that doesn't make me want to see the movie at all. And how many how many of those songs are going to be in the movie? Yeah, well, that exactly. That's one of those ones. Yeah, that's like, just going to be. But that's what Twilight did too. Yeah, Twilight. They does just got Death Cab for Cuties on Twilight soundtrack. Right. But it seems like there's the, the really the best soundtrack. If you're talking about the best soundtrack you can buy from a store, then yeah, you're going to get like. Like American Graffiti or Boogie Night, anything that's a period piece that just infuses like jams from that era, people are going to buy that. Yeah. People are going to buy Garden State. Forrest which, Gump was, I remember, huge. Yeah, there's, there's, like a, lo- two there's discs a lot of pop culture. Garden State so many, was huge. It's Garden, just Garden, a, yeah, Garden State was You're big. just buying a jukebox yeah. from that era. But then it seems like there's like 
the the soundtrack that services the movie, right? Where it's one artist that does all of it, and it makes more sense. And the graduates started Social Network. So Social Network's Trent Reznor. Right. Trent Reznor also did Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. Mm. And then you got Paul Thomas Anderson, who's decided to work with Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead to do There Will Be Blood and The Master. So it's kind of weird that uh, this is unprecedented, I think, where you actually are taking a band member of a really big band yeah. saying score but, my film. Right, yeah. but at the same time it makes sense though, like like not necessarily a yeah, band a member, decision. but like, like what you're doing is you're aligning your vision for the movie with a musical element to it. Yeah, it's and definitely what you should I mean, it makes sense that you have a consistent presence in the movie. Well, that's like Good Will Hunting is Elliot Smith, obviously. Yeah, right. There's Magnolia's Amy It was hard Amy for Mann. me not to say that. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Magnolia's Amy Mann, Life Aquatics, So George, right. uh, American Gangsters, Jay Z, like the movies we're naming with this are actually good movies. Right. The soundtracks we just named, none of them are great movies. Well, I, but that's I, I guess that's later, why was, I guess that's yeah. why my answer is Twenty Eight Days Later is that I think if you remove, I think that the first thirty minutes of Twenty Eight Days Later is yeah. fantastic, yeah. and that's almost like all of Godspeed You Black Emperor songs are fifteen minutes. It's basically 20 minutes straight of him wandering through the city discovering that, holy shit, there's zombies. <laughs> isn't that, and isn't that the first movie that did the I'm Alone in the World kind yeah, of thing? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Like, Vanilla Sky was next, and then their actual movies based Actually, on Actually, I wonder it. what was first. Like, I Am Vanilla Legend. Sky might have been first. It was right around the same time. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, there's, there's that... I don't know. Do you, do you like World War Z more than 28 Days Later as a no. whole? No, but the reason is because of that first You'll take minutes. the A-plus half yeah. hour versus the B. The waking up movie. in a hot... And I mean, like, it's responsible for pretty much every other... And, like, I don't give a shit about zombie movies but or zombie shows, but, like, I don't know. I, the, the first 30 minutes of that movie were really memorable for me, and it's because it was every single kind of sense was aligned it was you know visually and like the way i was feeling and like it was scary and like erection this was fast zombies oh no no, no, no. i was that's one of my flaccid. senses i was super flaccid 28 um, inches later yeah, well, I meant to say, inches. <laughs> this is off, off topic and probably won't go ahead. but i was texting with my dad about fantasy football and he's like yeah it's gonna be tough he goes flaccid question mark I go, you said he said that to you i was like what? He was trying to type Flacco? <laughs> so I was kind of Texas and flaccid for my dad. Hey, son. Hey, son. Flaccid? Flaccid much? That's awesome. That is great. That might be our entire podcast. I think we're going to name Cook Street Flaccid much. Your dad texts you, should I start Flaccid? <laughs> That's probably happened before. Yeah. Right? Flass is not getting the job done. (laughs) You're just switching up. (laughs) Need some new blood. (laughs) (laughs) This is hard. (laughs) Hard. That's wonderful. (laughs) Cook Street fan mail. So I guess we'll go to Last Vegas. This week's movie. It looks fresh. No, it looks really bad. I'll suck every single one's dick that's here (laughs) today if there is not a single joke about Viagra or erectile dysfunction Uh, in this film. We just made flaccid. (laughs) 
That's a great point. Oh, the point. film. Yeah, that's there, a great there's, point. I mean, maybe they'll use Viagra because maybe they have enough enough sense to leave that out. I don't think but so. But there's certainly an ED so. joke. No, I think they have the, they have a different sponsor. I think it's Cialis. Yeah. I hate those commercials. Can you, can you remind me real quick before, who the four actors are? Because certain people listening might De Niro, not know exactly what's going on here. Yeah, so it's Robert De Niro. There, there's a, okay, there's a strange one. I'm going to leave him out. So it's Morgan Freeman, Robert De Niro, Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas, and Blank. Hmm. And the Blank's who I'm most excited about. I think you have to be, but I'm yeah. surprised he's this old. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Klein. Yep, yeah, Kevin, Kevin Klein. Klein. Isn't really? that weird? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I thought you were going for Jerry Ferrara, who's in this movie. Oh, uh, that's Turtles. Turtles in this movie. Oh my is he God. that old too? You know in this movie, God. you guys. Now you might be excited to go see it because you won't be flaccid in the theater. Oh. Yeah, I bet there's some hot chicks. Mary oh, Steenburgen. Oh, 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 she is a phenomenal <laughs> older woman. I know you. You guys are all about Steenburgen. Not, not, not feeling so flacco right now. <laughs> I am down to Steenburgen. <laughs> it's going to be legendary, is what it says under Las Vegas <laughs> on the poster. Douglas De Niro. I really am excited that one of us has to see this. I can't wait for next next episode's recap of this. Like we're not going to see that many bad movies over the next two months. Yeah, there's some good ones coming. I out. mean, maybe this is good though. Not to show my hand. No, it's not good. It's a matter of how bad though. Right. What do you mean? Three sixty-something friends take a break from their. D- Why is three. it only three? Is Klein not in the sixties? Is, is he not one of the friends? Technicality. Three sixties. Douglas is already living in Vegas. Take a break from their day-to-day lives to throw a bachelor party in Las Vegas for their last remaining single right. pal. Gotcha. So who's the single pal? Douglas. Yeah. Is it? Douglas yeah. is getting married. He's the lazy uh, man. Yeah. Like, no, he's not. Oh, he's the one who's given all sorts of cunnilingus. Have you seen a trailer? I only saw the very end of the one when we walked. I think it was. Gravity, right? Well, here it is. Let's watch it. That's great. What the hell are you doing here? Billy is tying the knot in Vegas. If you think I'm going to Vegas, I'm not selfish, bastard. You're dumber than that hat. Welcome to Las Vegas. Relax. It's not like you invented it. How many times I got to say I'm sorry? You can't say it enough. Knock it off. I'm going to go find some damn water and take all my damn pills. Then we're going to get this damn party started. Wow, not, not so bad. I don't know. We, we laughed. We um, laughed. This trailer made me laugh, despite how cliche it looks. Does it, is it weird that I feel like Morgan Freeman's above this? Well, should I feel that at all? Okay, well, this is something I wanted to talk about, is that I, I think that Morgan Freeman did Shawshank Redemption, which was great. He's super overrated since then. Sense that um, like narration we, exactly, which by the way yeah. jumped the shark. Like now it's a joke yeah. that Morgan Freeman does the narration. Yeah, but that's not his fault. Yeah, he's no, good but at you it. can also do less. You could narrate less. <laughs> when, like Morgan Freeman after Shawshank was like, this is like a serious actor, mm-hmm. and like what's he done? Yeah, what was bring up his, when his was he not serious before that? He was in Glory. He's Morgan Freeman. Driving Miss yeah, but Driving Miss Daisy. It's not like he did comedies before that. Well, you got yeah, you got Shawshank and the Two Almighties. Besides that, <laughs> the Dark Knight, <laughs> the Dark Knight, Dark Dark Knight. Yeah, but that's, right. those aren't his role. movies. Yeah. No, that's true. He's also old. They don't usually do a lot of movies. He's old with now, him. but Shawshank was fifteen years ago. He wasn't in his forties. I don't think then. What is he now? Seventy three. He's probably seventy. I think he's seventy. Um. 
They said it's a car- his career began when he was in his mid sixties. That can't be right. It's more than ninety five. That's, that's, that's the Shawshank bump. <laughs> he's seventy. He's seventy six. Oh uh, yeah, wow. he no, he did do Shawshank when he was twelve though. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I mean, movies that are his are tough. Um, I'll just go backwards, I guess. Uh, Olympus has fallen. Oblivion. Ugh, I hate That's that Tom movie Cruise, more than right? fucking anything. Yeah. I love Grown Ups compared to that. Yeah. <laughs> Dark Knight Rises, hmm. Born to Be Wild, narrator. <laughs> Thank you. He was in Red, of course, another yeah. old people. Yeah, well, he was in Red it. and Bucket List. Yeah. He's in a lot of old Bucket people list. trying Bucket to be Bucket List was from a while ago for him to be old that long ago. Uh, Invictus, he was... Producer Nelson Mandela. I think those are two different things. He was Nelson Mandela. But yeah. didn't he yeah. also kind of not? He is Nelson. Like, wasn't the bar for that very high? Like, in a Daniel Day Lewis playing Lincoln way? Or oh, Forrest Whitaker playing Eden I thought Ron he way. was fine. The movie wasn't very But good. shouldn't he have been 76%. like. 76%. Normally, yeah. when a great actor plays a famous figure, it's an automatic Oscar buzz kind of yeah. thing. And that did not exist. No, it yeah, but I don't. I don't like. I saw that movie. I don't blame him for that. The blame movie just movie. wasn't very good. And yeah. also, he wasn't that huge. Of, I thought he was fine. Uh, he did Wanted with my favorite actor, James McAvoy. My yeah. favorite. I love Mrs. McAvoy. You're talking, yeah, you love you're talking about what? Rufla, yeah. Rufla, you Rufla? love James McAvoy. I love James McAvoy. <laughs> He's the new Ruffalo. He's the new Ruffalo. I was going to say, young, like a young gun Ruffalo. Ruffalo. For me. Oh my That's God. awesome. <laughs> ben and Bullets. <laughs> Has he ever led a movie? A bucket list. I don't think so. Ten items or less. Has Morgan Freeman ever been the number one build actor on a movie? Yeah. That's some of the most racist it. shit I can think of. That's true. It. Give him a movie. Yeah. Prince of Thieves is great. Yeah, he's Prince in, of Thieves is great. It's the best. He's in Million Dollar Baby. Seven. Brad, I know yeah. it's Brad yeah, Pitt, yeah. Him, but oh no, uh, seven. That, that's seven good. Is that a supporting actor? That he was great in seven, but that yeah. makes sense for the peak though, because what was seven? Was it ninety-seven or ninety-five? Ninety-five. And yeah. Shawshank, Shawshank was, was ninety-four. 94 yeah. So like he's peaking yeah. there, and now seventeen years later, he's probably the best thing about this movie. I would think Kevin Klein's got movies. Yeah, I like Klein. He's like, like Klein. a Michael Keaton type. Like he doesn't do a lot. <laughs> Michael Keaton, yeah. yeah. He doesn't do a lot, but he knows what, what he's doing. What would you give Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? Just out of curiosity. oh, well, well it's a bad movie, it's not, but it's my favorite. Really? It's not. Is it bad? Movie. It's not a yeah. bad movie. I like it a lot. Kate it's Goss. a great movie. I my I would give Christian it 100, Slater. But I would I'd give it a hundred two. Yeah, hundred two. Wow. It's probably like seventy. It's probably in the I'd say forty nine. Oh, really? It's 59. That's crazy. I know. That's I was bad. very surprised by that. I but it's great. Wait, Alan did, Rickman's the best did the new, it's great. Did the new Robin Hood beat that with Russell Crowe? No way. Because that's insane. Fuck that. No, Robin I don't Hood. think so. I think that was like 30s or 40s. You know, the animated Robin Hood's really good. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's so good. Also, the so is... is the coolest. So, so is the... Robin Hood 2010 with Crowe. Men in Tights is great. 43%. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Men in Tights is great. What's Men in Tights? <laughs> this is very important for yeah. Las Vegas. Have they made a Robin Hood TV show yet? Forty-eight percent for Men in Tights. Wait, say that again because I you <laughs> oh, mistakenly on. said forty-eight. It's not that good. It's I loved it. Smart. Loved it as a kid. I loved, loved it a lot. It. I loved that's it. Like, kid, that's like that's like being upset about Naked Gun scores. Making You're a joke. Are... Making a joke every minute does not. Satisfied. You're Gene absolutely Siskel. right. It's just, well, Gene Siskel. 
I think I think what I've seen from the trailer, Morgan Freeman, that one part where he's like, I don't know if he's coked he's up or what, but he's it's, he's like, I want to dance, and there's this girl here, and I want to do this. Mm-hmm. It was very funny, and Kevin Klein, I think, is great. I'm sure I'm sure he is. Fish Call Wand is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it is. Um, but De Niro and Douglas, I got real issues with. Oh. Douglas is a sketchball. Yeah, he's scumbag. He is, but <laughs> Bradley Coop's got hangover where I he will, needed to go, and he's playing the Bradley Cooper role. I will be one of the last De Niro defenders. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's, well... Yeah. Mm. Probably. Go on, defend, then. Besides no. Silver Lining's playbook, what has he done in the last ten years? It's good. A bunch of fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. I, it like, yeah. I, like, I get... I think he's lazy at this point and doesn't give a shit. He's also one of the most important actors. I'm not ever. saying. I'm, well, I know. Okay, so my so my point about this movie. I don't think he's bad in stuff. He's yeah, I think I think if I watched this movie, I would go away feeling good about him and Morgan Freeman and Kevin Klein. I'm worried is going to make me think of not yeah no strings attached. I'm guessing that Michael Douglas plays a bit of a ladies man. And Nero is the tough down. guy. Freeman's the black guy. <laughs> and Klein's kind of quirky. Nerdy, too. That's what I'm getting at. I think I might leave this movie thinking Kevin Klein was terrible. And I really? like Kevin Klein. I, yeah, I really like Kevin Klein. But, like, yeah. I'm well, attached. I don't think I'm going to like, I would like anyone it's a Bob in movie. this movie. Yeah, I don't think yeah. we're going to think. <laughs> oh, I think we'll like Morgan Freeman. I don't think the, the, um. I don't think the Take performances no. are going to mean anything. I, mean, I think the things they're going to be saying are going to be so stupid <laughs> and terrible. Who? Uh, he- 32 years old. I got a hemorrhoid that old. Yeah, yeah that's right. Who did this movie? Is there... Is, yeah. Who did this? Who did this? Who did this? It is directed by John Turtletob, whose best movie is Phenomenon. <laughs> also directed Phenomenon and the National Treasure movies. Oh, those have some. Those moves. are great. <laughs> he was the director of Three Ninjas. Okay. Seventeen percent changes everything. That's... Cool Runnings. Ninety-nine percent. Seventy-four percent. Still pretty good. That's crazy. Dude, this guy's got. While some you movies. were sleeping. Oh what? Eighty-six. Go fuck yourself. He's got Go some fuck yourself. This guy is skilled. Phenomenon. Wow. wow. Instinct. He should have died. My guess is he should have. Phenomenon. Fifty percent. You think he, he would have yeah. died it while you were sleeping? Yeah, it's like Kurt Cobain. The Heath Ledger Joker. Kurt Cobain. That was his Heath Ledger <laughs> The Kid, 49%. Okay. National Treasure, 45%. So he's getting along with the two. National Treasure Book of Secrets, 35%. The Sorcerer's Apprentice, 41%. Yeah. Woo! He likes Cage. Yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Um, when we were thinking of comps to this movie, like, you know, Movies about old guys living it up. There's what do you think we thought of? Wild See if you hogs. Can name Wild hogs is yeah. one. And um, old dogs. Old dogs. <laughs> old dogs we didn't think of. That's fair. Um, There's one more. I mean, honestly, in a way, Grown Ups is kind of this. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's true. It's the. It's just the one generation. Or, right. It's Grown Ups' parents. Bucket List, which was 40%, and right. had Morgan Freeman. Wild Hogs, which was 14%. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's right on. Yeah, spot on. <laughs> <laughs> Although Marissa Tomei and Old Dogs with some of the same cast, five percent. Wow. So those are the comps. I mean, I 
don't know. It's, it seems like it's the hangover, but with old guys. The hangover with like, uh, oh my god, Doctor Scholl's inserts. Don't you don't you feel like this is just gonna be because like red already is old. Let's insert old people in a formula. Right. This is hangover meets yes. old yeah. people. Of course. Yeah. Where does it end? Because it might be like this is the end, like an apocalypse movie, a zombie apocalypse movie comedy. Yeah. With, yeah. What's yeah, the R like, for this? There, there is still five to ten years of this. Right. We're just plugging them in. And also, should maybe we do babies? Like, should we do a baby hangover? Right. Like, I think that's the next thing. They did women hangover. They did bridesmaids. It made shit. Tons. That was a good movie. Bachelorette too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a great movie. I'm not saying the formula yeah. learns. This, this could be seventy five percent, and I would love it. I don't begrudge it its premise, but yeah, the premise is honestly kind of great. It is a great premise for yeah. a movie. You put a fucking any movie in Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. might be great. It's Just true. Have some great. The, the problem is that they're probably dropping like Dimetep and prune juice or something. Yeah. Yeah. that's the joke. Yeah, the industry has trained you. What, a, yeah. what about a movie that is American Pie meets old people? So it's for a bunch of your bunch virginity? Of, but no, for the last time. Oh. It's a bunch of old guys that want Before they to die. get their guy yeah. laid for the last time. And yeah, yeah Widow is good. That's, that's a right. fucking great movie. You want you your last. Makeup you want your last. Play them. No, you I want was your last say. strange. Evan Blackface. We can Sorry. do it. That's okay. We can do it. I think we could. There's no Just premature terminal, ejaculation bro. jokes. It's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get there. I'll get there. The thing about Las Vegas is that it is it's one of the most ultimate premise movies. Yeah. Have ever they like, get ever points existed, for premise, where yeah. just like yep that's it because otherwise we were gonna do and big names Ender's Game I think which is gonna, definitely gonna be a bigger deal but you guys have both seen it now Nate yeah. and I have not seen it I. I went to see this movie today, even though I didn't have to. Yeah, I saw it by myself today, yeah. despite <laughs> not having to. Um, this not... was a, this this book was a really big deal for me growing yeah. up. I, like I read it probably four times. Um, I read Ender's Shadow, which was like a prequel to it. Right. I think in in this this book or yeah, I guess this book, this story has had a legacy in Hollywood for the last. 20 years about being unmakeable. How to make it, yeah. Um, I thought the movie was really bad. Really? Yeah. But one of the reasons this movie is getting some flack right now is because people don't want to see it because they're boycotting it. Because right, Orson Scott Card is a homophobe. Yes. And he has all this... I like, just this found is this out after I saw it, actually. Yeah, and I didn't yeah, know this I until know. like a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, and this is... This is a guy who was hugely influential, but in the last ten years, basically, he's he's kind of crazy. Yeah, like uh, he he he's really adamantly against gay marriage. Um, Which is weird because there was a lot of homo. There's a lot of like uh, like a slightly slightly homoerotic yeah. in the movie too. Well, and also he's <laughs> a Mormon. training sessions all together. Uh, he's a Mormon, he's a Mormon. Yeah. beach volleyball scene. <laughs> <laughs> But, so this is my question, is at what point does somebody who was influential to you while you were young, do their political choices or social choices, whatever it is, change the way you feel about them? The way O.J. Simpson is to me. So it's O.J. Simpson. <laughs> no, when to, I still haven't given up, but <laughs> if he was convicted, I might have thought about it. 
So, <laughs> so I guess this is my question to each of you: Is who is the person that you were the most de disappointed by? Yeah, disappointed by. Uh, it's tough with we're. I mean, we were talking about this earlier when you brought it up, and I think athletes and politicians are and actors. I think you're right. Like there needs to be different categories for people that just sort of do something. Right, that's that, a were, that are famous for Bill Clinton got a blowjob. Good for you. Right. I don't give a shit. You know, politician like what? What it? Writers and directors, specifically writers, they are pushing a right. worldview on you, a perspective, their perspective on you with what they do. So it's those guys. They have a lot of are, opportunities to do it. Right. A lot of yeah, words like, to do it. With. I immediately thought, yeah. like, well, Tom Cruise, like, I can't yeah, look right. at something he or Will Smith. I really, I hate Will Smith more than Tom Cruise. At this point, yeah, and it's more it's because tough. of his family. But yeah, that's fair. The uh, you know they are just actors. Like I don't, they're not necessarily. But at the to same time, so is, so is Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson was no Mel Gibson's a director Oof. too. Yeah, I I don't know. There, I'm trying to draw the line at writer yeah. director right. behind the scenes people that are are really communicating an idea to you because their ideas are a little suspect. Right. I don't know. It makes you rethink everything they've ever done. It, it, it changes the lens that you're looking at. It I mean, through. George R. R. Martin certainly likes incest, but I don't judge that. That's like, not his uh, normal life. He's have, done it. Have we Googled life, George R. R. Martin's sister? Because I bet she's smoking. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think it's, you're right, because it's hard. It's not just, it's not Tiger Woods, like infidelity, whatever. Well, he also didn't. You didn't like Tiger Woods that much beforehand. Yeah, that's <laughs> Michael. Vick's, Michael Vick's been tough. Michael Vick's a big one. He's one of my favorite athletes before the dog thing, and yeah. I've basically forgiven him. But uh, <laughs> well, if, if if he busted out some fifty-yard Barry Sanders runs, or I, if you I watched, would, I would abs- My brain, despite my morality, my brain would not think about that. Or if you watched him drown a dog. Yeah, that's like, fair. Th- like that's that's fair. Yeah, that's the. Other I mean, side. that's that's kind of the hard part about it is you get to a, a point of success, like Michael Jackson, where you're so successful and so good at what you do that people forgive you for all the terrible things you do, and I mean, like if Michael Jackson, like you know, molested a bunch of kids, doesn't that mean that I should not like I want you back? <laughs> Yeah, and like you're right, you're right. You just take in all this terrible information right. all the time, but it becomes white noise. So, at what it point probably... does it change the way you think about that person? Irrevocably, this is my defense of Kanye. Yeah, he actually hasn't done anything, but people judge what he does right. based fair. on his public persona. What's your answer? Um, I don't know. What's your answer, Evan? I don't have anybody. <laughs> Your answer is that you don't judge anyone based on what they privately feel. No, it's not that at all. It's I judge all of them. <laughs> okay, so... So wait, we're out yeah. of athletes. Don't just think of athletes. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. I mean, like... Tarantino's a racist. Yeah. You don't care. I mean, well, Gibson, Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson's brutal. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But I didn't idolize him. That, like, yeah, I'm trying to think of like a big... I don't know that I idolized all of them. Yeah, it's all... Yeah, there's extreme disappointment. In all of them. Is it weird that anti-Semitism is almost most forgivable? <laughs> Not like from our perspective, but like... Oh, as a, oh, the country, the, the way the country looks Yeah, like. the way it's Oh, no, I think, 
I think uh, I think domestic abuse. Look at Chris Brown. Cry what you're getting at, and you're right. Like domestic abuse is definitely not frowned upon enough. 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 Yeah. yeah. As what it, like someone is racist or anti anti Semite or whatever, they are just taken to the woodshed. Right. But domestic abuse is just like, well, we don't know. Yeah, what that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, fell down the stairs. What about like, his story versus her the, story? Isn't the craziest thing about that? Like, like if you think about. If you think about celebrities or, or people you admire, like it doesn't have to be, you know, obviously an actor or a singer, it could be a politician, an athlete, anything. If you think about them like like they're somebody that you know and that they have the power to disappoint you. Like if, if we were hanging out tomorrow night off air and one of you said something like super, super I'm beating racist. my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> something about like, so I was hitting my girlfriend the other day and like, I was just thinking about how much I enjoy it. Yeah, it would change our lives. I would, I would not be able, like, yeah. It would, That's it the would first change. thing you do is arrest them. Or <laughs> yeah. Stop and it. I, but yeah, like at what point does that, do you remove yourself from that relationship? I mean, we've, cer- we've certainly gotten better with age, right? I mean, yeah. if, if when you were a kid you heard, uh, yeah. Des Bryant held out for another ten million on his contract. Okay. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Now and I'm like, I, fuck that asshole. Why yeah. does he just play it's so much goddamn money? Why is he yelling at Tony Romo right now yeah. on the sideline? You like, Tony Tony and cover the goddamn spread. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't take much now for me. Like, like the greed and like them saying some stupid shit in a press conference right, or whatever. Right, right. Automatically, I write them off. Like. There's, that's why. I, there's, and you trust the people who say the right things a little bit exactly less. Exactly that. You yeah, trust them less because, like, you think at any moment it's, it's scripted. I guess I think it's an interesting question with with a movie like Ender's Game. Is let's say you're a gay man our age. Do you not go to see that movie because the guy who right, wrote it, yeah. is especially if profiting you, off, especially it? if you read it. As a child. Yeah, and like like we're huge, like a yeah, huge fan, fan of it. This is the same as the the Chick Fil A thing. Yeah, it's Chick Fil A. It's yeah, it is. It's if the, you were a big fan no, of Chick Fil A when you were no, a kid, like people who it's Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A had to yeah. make a decision. The like, pasta company yeah, earlier right. this year. I mean, like, Barilla. do you like at what point do you hold really, really, yeah, I buy Barilla sometimes. I didn't know this. Pleasure versus principle. And like I know people who don't get that pasta anymore. Well, that's I, did, that's, I that's, don't want it. That's an easy yeah. thing to change, though. It is. It is. It's, They're all kind the, of the same price. price. <laughs> Chick Fil A, on the other hand, has can't find a substitute. But something like this yeah. that has nostalgic value <laughs> right. to you beyond your sexual preference, and that, like, in that, the craziest thing about all of this is that this book is all about acceptance. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm ready to go. That's interesting. Okay. All right, so the object here is for these three contestants to guess the Rotten Tomatoes score for Last Vegas. The one that is furthest off has to go see it by themselves. If someone smacks it, the other three have to see it by themselves, which is my worst nightmare. Yeah, it's a bad one for this. So who wants to go first? Travis, you seem very confident. Oh, yeah, okay, I am confident. You seem confident. Yeah. So I think that a movie like this has a basement that's kind of high. I don't think a mo- like I don't think that this movie it's such an easy premise um that I don't think people go see it and are surprised that it's bad. So I think they're pleasantly surprised. I think it's 41%. Wow. After all, <laughs> of, after all of that, I thought you were going to go higher than I was cuz Oh I no, mean, it's certainly bad. I think oh. the basement is zero. 
but I think that my guess is 47, which is higher than you. My mind is blown right now. <laughs> um, are you low or yeah, you high? I'm yeah. lower than you guys. <laughs> it might um, be terrible. It probably is terrible. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, you guys are crazy. I think, I think it's going to be bad. I also think that um, critics yeah. are kind of suck-ups. I don't think they're going to give them that bad of a score. Yeah, that's what I mean. The basement's... But I think it's lower than you guys. Okay. I'm guessing 32. I love it. I think it's frozen. 32, 41, and 47. You're safe. Evan's breathing easy because no one smacked it. I saw him go... (laughs) (laughs) You're safe. No one smacked it. Me and Nate. 32 and 47? Yeah. I think I win. Okay. You do too. Yeah. You definitely do. The cast of Las Vegas keeps things amiably watchable. Okay. But the film is mostly a mellower hangover retread for the older set. 43%. Hey! Travis and Justin were very close, and I'm surprised by that score too. I definitely would have guessed in the 20s. Can we we, we do an honest bet on. I thought you were going 70. No. I always assume you're going. I always assume he's highest. No, man. There's no way. Did you watch Jaded. the preview? Yeah. I think. I really think. It's got to be. I'm going to be pissed. It's got to be. It's got to be. It's got to be.